What do you do? What do you say? It's balls deep, and I'm here to tell you that we have new episodes of Talk and Shop on a Wednesday. Kind of, sort of. Look, we have so many Patreons that the boys decided to share the Patreons with the podcast feed. Now, if you like what you hear, in the description below, there will be a link. Subscribe to the Patreon. Get this content before anybody else will hear it. With that, you get exclusive interviews and Zoom calls with the machine gun Carl Anderson, Zuka Rocky Romero, and the big LG Doc Gallows. Also, once a month, you get special watch-alongs and this really cool thing that they do called Boozing with the Boys. The Patreon's a really cool community, and I don't just say that because the Patreon pays some of my salary here. I've been a part of some of the Boozing with the Boys. I've met some of the Patreon when they've come to several live talking shops. They've helped fund talking shop manias. It's a really cool community. Where else are you going to get this up close and personal with your favorite professional wrestlers? Only on the Talking Shop Patreon. So enjoy these special episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget, we have a brand new YouTube channel. Subscribe to that. We have a vlog that drops every week. Second to the Patreon episodes. The vlog is the second most consistent thing that Talkin' Shop does. So let the boys know you want more Patreon episodes if you're a Patreon member. And if you're not, get on that. But also, watch the vlog each and every Tuesday. Hit the subscribe button. Smash the notification bell, as the kids say. I don't know why we're smashing things, but smash the bell. Help us grow the channel. All right? Enjoy some really subpar content right now we have i still questions? don't have a patreon that's the one thing i'm behind on <laughs> oh Holy you need shit. one you gotta Holy get one shit why are you doing why are you doing a podcast fuck that yeah because <laughs> i've been doing it so long like if anytime i stop doing it i get like eight thousand tweets about redoing oh. it so i'm like hey, fuck, okay i'll do it again and i like doing it but i just haven't uh i don't know i'm sometimes i'm lazy it's I'm not fun, financially. Though. I can tell already. You guys are financially way more aggressive than I am. <laughs> we're, we're 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 highly we're highly we're aggressive. Very, that, that's, yeah. very aggressive. I had a talk with myself last week. I'm like, you got to stop hawking stuff on social media. And then I'm like, well, what else am I going to put on there? And I put up, dude. Like, yeah, but like the, the whole fact about the uh, the fucking pay per view. Like, I was just like so interested that y'all even made that shit happen. Like, because you know, there's a million people that have thought about that in the business. There's a million of the boys. It's like, man, we should do our own shit, and we'd go do it and get drunk, and then you don't. That's it. You did, the next right. day, you fucking forget about it and you go do whatever. But you guys fucking did it. Well, you know, you put it out there. So even if it was the worst thing ever, which yeah, you know, it was. Um, <laughs> no, I, did, I had a fucking blast watching that. I was right. in, but the thing was, I, I was just proud that you did it. You know, they, these motherfuckers did. They swung. You know, I think. Well, well, we were like, you know, I've been fired before, no problem. But I was like really super motivated. So I was like yeah. sitting in my sauna and I go, you know what? We got to spoof this shit. Being mad and bitter ain't going to get me anything. But I think the pandemic helped us because yeah. we wouldn't have been in a pandemic and we go, hey, we want to have a backyard wrestling parody pay-per-view. A lot of people would have been like, fuck you guys. But because everybody was looking for content and mm-hmm. luckily we have a good line of bullshit when we pitch things on the phone or on Zoom, we got some ears on us and we got on the phone with Mike Weber over at Fight TV who mm-hmm. put us in touch with Doug Jacobs who does real pay-per-view. And I'm going, holy shit, we're going to have a fucking pay-per-view. 
Next thing you know, it sneaks up on you, and we had to film Dude, shit it. got so real when, it, Wait, when yeah, we actually yeah. had to fucking do it. We we're like, yeah. what the oh, fuck? Uh-oh, what the uh, fuck yeah. have we done? And then, like, you got to meet deadlines, and you got to learn the closed captioning rules. And, like, we're in a crunch right now. We get off this phone. Like, everything has to be submitted today. We still have two <laughs> promos that haven't been shot yet. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you're flying by the seat. Well, the show, like, that is supposed to be in the show? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you don't realize... <laughs> What yeah, goes into this? Like you know, we're wrestlers. So like, shame. if you get lucky enough, or you work hard enough, or whatever it may be, you make it somewhere, and you get to the show, and your job is to show up and do your segments backstage or whatever, mm-hmm. and do your match, and you know, good, bad, or indifferent, then you're out the fucking door. It ain't like that when you're trying to put this shit on pay per view. Like I thought you could just push a button and it would be done. <laughs> no, especially like something like that because uh, you know with the bigger Omega shows, I was in that weird area where it's not just your regular indie by yeah, any stretch, exactly. but it's not this major multi million dollar corporation either. Right. So right. you can't like just offer a bunch of money to get all the help you need. You're gonna need some favors. So that's when you got to bring in the wives and you know, the nieces and the nephew. Listen, I need y'all to set these fucking chairs up, and yeah. here's what you get paid. Nothing. Exactly. That's the deal. You ain't right. shit. <laughs> right. Hey, o- local indie brother, I love you. You can be yeah. in the background on one of these scenes, but I need you to fucking mow the lawn, set these chairs up, put the <laughs> ring up, take it down, uh, fucking build the edges. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. But I got lucky too. I wondered, did this happen with you guys? I got super lucky because, you know, I mean, I have a pretty decent reputation in the business. Like I, a lot of people kind of like me and I felt I got a lot of love from Omega just from the indie guys that, Hey man, we'll show whatever you need. And it wasn't yeah. even begging to get on the show. They really just wanted to help. And then, you know, like if I could find out if there's something find I needed, I remember that shit, you know, yeah, and it's like, right. man, that motherfucker right there helped me when I didn't even ask him to, I'm a remember that guy. Right. I've been saying this, but feeling like an old man. So I haven't really said it publicly, but I, I think, I don't know if it was from my generation to the next one, or maybe I'm so old now that there's one after that. But like when I started, like if I saw a guy like you at an independent show, I would come up and be like, Hey man, how you doing? If yeah. you don't mind watching my match, like stay, and then I'd stay oh, the yeah. fuck out of your way. Now I don't see a lot of that shit. No. It's just like you get a head nod and, and I'm kind of like, am I an old man? Or do I think that there should be some fucking respect and pecking order here? But my, my point is not negative. My point is positive because when we, started doing the talk and shop stuff. We did, we had the same thing. People coming out of the woodwork. Hey guys, we think what you're doing is really cool. Let us help you out. Like yeah. a lot of the boys yourself included deserve to be paid a hell of a lot more, but you came to help out this little project we're doing. Cause we're just brothers self-funding this thing, trying to entertain people in the middle of this fucking COVID outbreak. So big thank you to not only the talent, but all the yeah. people helping behind the scenes because there's only three of us, four of us, yeah. including young buns up there. We would have never been able to pull the shit off without it. So big kudos to everybody, including the boys on that. Yeah, no doubt. I think yeah, that's a respect thing too. It's, it's kind of not getting, I think some people like, especially in the social media, they're confusing the respect with hazing. You know, it seems yeah. like, you know, just going up and shake a, uh, the undertaker's hand isn't that you're being hazed, just showing no. respect to some, you know, right. and there's a lot of guys that have helped pave the way, you know, pretty much everybody in some way, form has helped pave the way. They might not have paved as much as the street as an Undertaker has or Ric Flair has or somebody like that. Yeah. But so they, 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 they've been there. Look at Tracy Smothers. Look at all of the fucking love he got. Dude, that's that was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a guy that, you know, you see him in the locker room, you go up and you say, hey, and you shake his hand 100%. and, you know, like, nice to meet you. So, yeah, I'm always like that. It's, it's so much of a younger generation now, too. Yeah, um, it is. They just seem nervous. 
And I kind of look at it like that. Maybe I never really take it bad. Or maybe, you know, yeah. motherfucker might just had a bad day too. Cause I've had those too. There's definitely yeah. been in shows where I went to my corner of the locker room and sat my ass down because I was tired or, or whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah you so drove like, whatever, how many hours to get there, whatever. But the, the least sociable I am is that this is the, the ride from the airport to the show is that's the least <laughs> amount of social activity I have. Well, I feel like we were being really nice there. Now, now let's turn heel a little bit. Some some of you guys who bring us in for these signings and these shows and shit, like, don't fucking send Merlin, who lives under the ring, fucking 342 <laughs> days out of the year that hasn't seen human life or had a conversation or a damn bath or cleaned out his car since 1994. Like, <laughs> That's you know, I'm not saying I need a car service. I mean, just just send me a normal brother, normal-ish. It's wrestling. They're not yeah. going to be normal. Just send me a normal-ish brother, please. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and give them the Iggy that we might be tired. We might you know, be tired. I, I did one in... Uh, Shane, this was what was your favorite match against Matt Harding? Oh my God. <laughs> I did a show. I, I believe it was in Scotland was where it was at. And so I was already mm. in the UK doing shows. Yeah. And so I got to take a train down somewhere. And I'm terrible with the names of cities and all that shit, but I'm fucking worn down, you know. Uh, early early flight, then I get on the train to go to this place, and this guy is a, and you know, in Europe, all the cars are tiny. Yes. Like, I mean, Luke, I don't even know how to fuck even fit in them things, you know. I mean, they're like, God damn. And, That's um, the hygiene's really key, guys. Very key. <laughs> but this fucking driver, man, this motherfucker thinks he's Piers Morgan. He's over there, oh, you know, hey, well, you know. Hey, what's your tough match? What's Brock? And like he's over there asking me about Brock Lesnar, and I'm just like going. Like, and I tried to be nice and say, "Hey, man, it's like you know, I, I don't want to be mean, but I'm, I'm really tired, you know. I just I want to kind of try to take a nap. Shut the and fuck he, up. Yeah, I don't want to say shut the fuck up. Yeah, right, right. in the nicest nice, way possible. Yeah, yeah, especially for me. Right. The shut the fuck up was what I was screaming in my mind. But then he said something else, and I said, "Dude, I said I'm not the hurricane yet. That'll come later." <laughs> Still trying to give him the Iggy. You got Shane Helms right now. That's the the, 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 the cape and the mask that comes later. And like he man, so then he goes on his fucking social media, and just blasts me. I'm the biggest dick in the world just oh, because yeah. I, would, I didn't want to talk to him. Like, dude, and I said, dude, I gave you the Iggy to shut the fuck up. The fuck you were the up. most annoying human being I've ever met. I hope I never ever see you ever again. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so fuck that just triggered a story. This is a backstage story. I don't know if you've ever told it, but I don't think it's bad. Uh the shut the fuck up Shane Helms. Is that where you were? You told us a great bar fight story right before we all left WWE, furloughed, uh -huh. fired or otherwise. It was a North Carolina bar story. You just told Matt was there and Carl and I, fuck, I wish I had a better better way to trigger this memory cuz it popped the fuck out of all of us. Well, what, What's your what favorite was, bar fight story? Oh, God damn. <laughs> um, the funniest one was with uh, Mickey James was there. It was when Mickey was, uh, she was dating Joy Mercury at yep. the time. And uh, actually, uh, the, the ex Miss Gallus was there too, as a matter <laughs> oh, of fact. <laughs> <laughs> she was there at Michael Yamaha. I okay. said, like, these were all like, these were my, yeah, yeah, yeah. my indie friends. And like sure. they were in town, Mobile, Alabama, oh, where shit. this was at, Roll Tide. And so we all met at this Hooters and we're all over there just chilling. And this is when I got the green hair and I'm really, you know, I really popped this hurricane at this yeah. point. So there are fans coming over asking me and I was like, they hey, the fuck, fuck you are when you walk in. Yeah. Yeah. You walk in, there's a fucking, it was a pop when I walked in. 
Yeah. Wow. Like, this motherfucker. You know, wrestling was hot back in, you know. Dude, that's so crazy. Fuck. Hell yeah. And so we're over there kind of in the back just chilling. Well, this one guy comes over and he goes, I don't want your autograph. I want all of theirs. It was kind of funny. It was like, all right. And they signed something for him. But then he just kept hanging around. And then he like made some like snide comment at me. It was just like, oh, he's really trying to be a dick. Like, oh, God, here we go. It's like, all right, man. It's like, we, we appreciate it, man. I just want to uh, hang out with them. So like, well, I don't want to hang out with you. I want to hang out with them. It's like, they don't want you over here either. You know, like, just go away. And so there was a glass of water in there. He flipped the water so that it would like come on me. And I was like, oh, here we go. And this is when I need people to diffuse it, but nobody was. And this is the fucking greatest thing ever because he goes, what you going to do, green hair? And he did this fucking, the pugilist, fucking pugilist style from the fucking 40s 30s. style boxing. It's and like look, 20s, 1800s. But the, what you going to do, green hair? To this day, Mickey James says that to me. And then he just had them fucking dukes up. And I'm like, look at this motherfucker. Like, I was so surprised by them. If you would have popped me, you would have gotten the first shot. For sure. Because I was just like, what? And then I looked at the table. And then I just, bam, he just <laughs> fucking dropped like a sack of shit. I didn't feel like it was hard, but you know how it is when you've had a couple. Uh, I might have misjudged. Oh, and that motherfucker just fell and took like one of those bumps that sounded like fucking Mick Foley going off the Flat. cage. It was like, wham! And everybody's like, ah! And like now, all everybody in Hooters cutting a promo on him too. You got fucked up. You got fucked up. You should have stood back. Hurry. Like it was like, I'm actually in Mobile, Alabama, dude. Yeah. yeah right. I baby face. I couldn't have written that shit any better for me. And then I just went and sat back down and Hooters came and paid for the bill. Like it was the best night ever. Yeah. I, can, I can even go further on that night because me and Joey got so drunk. We were staying at the Marriott and uh, we go there and we have a Marriott flag match in the parking lot. <laughs> and we fucked my rental car up so bad, man. We were suplexing each other off it. We did like a turnbuckle smash on the uh, fucking rearview mirror and it fell off. <laughs> the rearview mirror in the car ended up in the glove compartment. Oh, shit. I, I put Joey over clean. I did the honest for brother, tried to give him that push. And we pulled the flag down. <laughs> and Joey still has the flag to this day. He dude, still has the Marriott flag. And I turned that rental car in, fucking smashed somebody. Oh my God. Cause you know, we were kind of hammer out and fuck, man. I'm gonna get this bill. It's gonna be fucking <laughs> terrible. Never heard nothing. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Just what a night. What yeah, a night. Was, yeah, that might have been the highlight of my career, man. I think about it. Cause everything went my way. Like everything went one of those nights. Right? What a yeah. fucking night. What a yeah. fucking like, night. Oh, that's good shit. And then a Hooters shit came over. Uh -uh. <laughs> there you go. I got to say, it all ended well. Oh. Good, 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 good. All the way around. Well, I want to know the shut the, 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 uh, shut the fuck. We had started this gimmick about how to find funny ways to tell people to shut the fuck up, you know? The shut the fuck up started with Rhino in the car. In the car ride with Rhino because he, he just kept talking. And we love him, but he just kept going. We love on. him, but he does do that, yeah. <laughs> and me, Coach, and Christian always rode together. We were the car. Yeah, and I know this seems like a, you know how it is, the strange bedfellows. You just, that was the, the camaraderie of me, Coach, and Christian. That was like the funnest yeah. car ride. Each other's routine, just, comfortable. Yeah, yeah, for like two years straight with us. And so Rhino needed to ride for a couple of weeks because I had like a media day weekend where I had to do a bunch of shit. So Rhino jumped in. And then the next weekend, he needed to ride too. So he was there. You know, everybody loves Terry, very lovable yeah. person. And, but like he was just, you know, he just dot, 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 dot the whole time, you know, just yapping, just talking, <laughs> talking, 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 talking. You know, you sometimes you just got to be quiet, you know. And, uh, and so he just over there talking. I said, Hey, man, I was supposed to ask you something. 
And he goes, yeah, what? And I go, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> About that time, coach had this fucking big red Gatorade in his mouth and it came out of his nose. <laughs> he started laughing. And when it came out of his nose, he swerved over into fucking <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> so now Christian's grabbed the fucking wheel because coach is dying up there. We're all literally laughing. Like Rhino's laughing too. Like Evan is a big, you know, brother moment. We're all dying. So it just became that. How many different ways can you find somebody to shut the fuck up? So now fast forward. I think we coach can tell you exactly the hotel where we were at because there was a big, like a club in the hotel which is the best fucking scenario. Oh, fuck. there's Especially all these days. beautiful yeah. girls in there. You know, we're having this blast. They got us a roped off area like we're the fucking stars or whatever, you know. And this one guy's on the outside of the rope and he's just always trying to get our attention. Like he's trying to ask these wrestling questions. Yeah, well, what about Rick Flair and Harley racing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you You're just trying whatever. to fucking enjoy yourselves. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, and then I, I just look at Coach and I say, Coach, why don't you ask him that very important question? <laughs> Just like that, Coach goes, because oh, I gave him the opportunity. He's like, oh. you know, Coach never got those moments because yeah. we always beat him up on TV. And he's the one we would kind of rib the most. But he jumped up on the table and was like, sir, sir. He got everybody to be quiet. He goes, sir, can I ask you one question? Just just one question. And now this kid thinks that, now, and by kid, I mean he was 21. Yeah, of course. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, because now he's this is his moment. He's going to be baby. in. You know, Spotlight we're finally going to let him in. And Coach goes, just one question. Yeah, yeah, he goes. Will you please? And then we all chimed in, like 10 of us, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and everybody started, like all the fans that were around started going crazy too. <laughs> fucking pop. I don't know if that's the one you're talking about. Though. Oh, fuck. That, no, but that was great. We needed There that was shit. one too in Hawaii. This is another quick one I'll give you. We went to a nightclub, a bunch of us. Uh, Coach was there too. Coach Christian and Jimmy Tillis was head of security. Luke, you remember Tillis? I remember Tillis. Oh, yeah. I'll say he, he's he there. Some, and this was that big out. tour that uh, Rock was on. It was Rock finally goes oh, back okay. to Hawaii. Yeah, it was kind of the end of the Rock oh, traveling and stuff, yeah. really, right? Yeah. Yeah. So some great crowds. And Hawaii is just fucking awesome, awesome anyway. Yeah. So whatever. We're in this nightclub. And this one guy and he's got his girl. And he's trying to get into the, the VIP area, you know. And. When I'm in a club, I don't normally go to that VIP area unless we're just crowded. And, you know, that's what I like it. If the club is open, because I'll see guys do that sitting in the VIP and like, motherfucker, there's nobody there's else no anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you're the only ones in there. Yeah, you're the only people area. <laughs> and so, but we're, you know, it's kind of real packed. So we had that VIP area and this guy keeps trying to come in and he's trying to get in when I'm trying to uh, go out because I'm going to the bathroom or something. And I'm trying to get by him and he's arguing with the security guy to get in, not Tillis. Tillis is just there but this is the club security guy too. And then he says something to me and just because I happen to be there, he's like, bah, 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 whatever this and I was like, man, why don't you shut the fuck up? Just like that. And he went to, he went to say something and I had a couple in me and Luke, you know how I am. I grabbed that <laughs> motherfucker's lips. <laughs> and it's the weirdest fucking thing ever. Cause I got him by the lips and now I've never done that before. And now I don't know what to do. Cause Duck I'm like, face that motherfucker. Yeah. And I'm sitting there holding this motherfucker's lips and he's just looking at me <laughs> and his girl's looking at me too. And get the fuck on out of here. And that was it. Like he didn't swing or nothing. And it was just like, then it was gone. I was like, I look at Tillis and Tillis like, I can't believe that just fucking happened. I'm like, <laughs> me either. That was fucking cool as shit. And then we went out later and he's still outside the club with his girl like this. I'm like, I can't <laughs> believe I grabbed that one. And so there were a bunch in the early Twitter days of pictures of we would do on Twitter, we would put them up 
like that holding the duck lips. <laughs> and that was the story behind it. Nobody in the locker room would tell anybody That's it, where, it was from, where it was from. Did you was, big boot a guy? Is that what I'm thinking of? Oh, yeah, I did give a That's guy a big That's the one boot. I was thinking of, yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is good shit. Yeah, I was leaning against a pool table and um, – you know, just sitting there talking to my friend, this guy comes up and he goes, hey, man, I really don't like that wrestling shit or something like that, man. I just, boom! <laughs> <laughs> just barbarian <laughs> style, too. I don't even fucking know why. Step through, brother. Step through. <laughs> oh, fuck. I used to be a fucking nut, man. I, don't, I can't That's do that shit no more. <laughs> nah, fuck that. We'll, we'll stick to being detectives. Patreon. <laughs> That's but I did it. I did it to be good. funny, though. That's the thing. I did it to make my buddy laugh. Right. right. You know, it, not the shit I just got, but he was okay. You know, yeah. but it was more. <laughs> he was fine. It was fine, but it was more to make this guy laugh because this guy's trying to be a dick to me and embarrass me in front of my friend. Right. That was the case, and I, know I don't some understand to, why motherfuckers would do that. You know, I guess just to get one over on somebody who's like famous or whatever. I like, oh, I see you on TV. Yeah. Let me try yeah. to fucking make a fool out of you type thing, which is so strange. We'll walk across the club like, hey, that guy's getting some attention. I want yeah. it. Right. Let me go fuck with him. Like, and I've heard him. I mean, sometimes, you know, just, I remember this, uh, even a girl, she was like, there's a group of people over there and we're just hanging out. And she just had to tell me, she goes, I don't know who you are. I don't watch wrestling. I go, cool. okay. I said, what do, you, what do you do? She goes, I'm a nurse. I go, I don't watch that either. <laughs> and she's like, I didn't mean anything about it. And I go, I didn't either. Me either. <laughs> but it made her realize how fucking stupid that sound. Like, right. you don't have to bring us down right. to make yourself feel better. Just say something. I feel like the better story is like, oh, yeah, you know, I met, I met fucking Hurricane Helms. It was fu- Yeah, it was cool. He was yeah. cool as fuck, man. I, had a, I bought him a beer. We fucking had a beer. Yeah. It was cool. I mean, like, so, that's a way better always, story. They'll always leave out the part where they were the asshole. Oh, right. Right. That's the thing. Like, I mean, I'm right. American, he was an asshole. I mean, I left out the part where I went and told him to fuck off and that, you know. Uh, Russell was fake and he was a yeah, that right. Evan was the real leader of three count, not him. You know, some weird shit. They'll leave that right. part out. Right. You see those stories all the time. You know. You, so the moral of the story, guys, is buy Shane Helms a beer and you know what? Buy me one, too. I'm not going to deny yeah, just it. Just be, be nice. <laughs> if you're nice, I'm nice back. This episode of Talk and Shop is brought to you by Manscaped. Time to clear out your winter bush and join the other 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code HOOTS20, H-O-O-T-S-20. Now, Manscaped has the full package you need for spring cleaning this year. The Performance Package 4.0, it's the only tool you need to keep your boys looking and smelling like the fresh tulips your partner wants in your garden. To start off your spring cleaning, use the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise shave on your hedges. Did I mention that it's waterproof as well? Yep, that worked with me in the shower. Equipped with an LED light so you know it'll be major asset to the new shower routine. Clear your holes and smell the spring air with the Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provide proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. After clearing your nose, make sure we get uh, get rid of that foul ball smell with the, uh, the Crop Preserver and the Crop Reviver. Now, the Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. The Reviver, well, that's a spray-on toner for your balls, and you want to keep those boys from sticking to your leg and leave them smelling like fresh-cut spring flowers. Finish off your grooming routine with the Plow 2.0, the perfect razor for the finest shave on your face. 
Because if you're using your lawnmower 4.0 on your balls and your face, you're doing it wrong, boys. The start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. Manscaped is partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code HOOTS20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOTS20 at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. All right, so as I said in the beginning of this episode, if you are not a member of the Talking Shop Patreon, what are you doing? Hit the link in the episode notes right now. Become a member. You get all sorts of cool stuff. You get workout routines from Machine Gun Carl Anderson. You get Domesticated Doc. You get Azuka Rocky Romero. You get Boozing with the Boys. You get exclusive watch-alongs. It's a really cool community of like-minded wrestling fans who just want to come together and have a good time. And you get exclusive access to your favorite professional wrestlers. Where else are you going to get that but the Talking Shop Patreon? Also, we have a YouTube channel. Hit subscribe, smash the notification bell so you can stay up to date whenever we release a new vlog, which is pretty damn consistent. So, go to the YouTube channel, that's in the episode notes as well, and subscribe, rate and review this podcast as well. Say something nice about the boys. We'd appreciate it. I'd appreciate it. And I have no clever outro for this, so all I'm going to say is bye.